Alright folks, well Money in the Bank just wrapped up a little bit ago, so let's get right into the results, what happened, my thoughts, what you guys thought. Definitely hit me up, you can send messages right through Anchor now if you want to talk, discuss something, uh, anything you guys want, definitely reach out to me. It's the AEW Insider. So this is the AEW Insider with the Money in the Bank results. Uh, I was very surprised that the kickoff show started with Daniel Bryant and Eric Rowan defending their tag team belts, but kind of find out it wasn't for the belts, so that's why I was on a pre-show. Daniel Bryant said he wants to bring the tag division back to where it should be. I don't think throw, putting him in a throwaway match on a pre-show, you know what I mean? It could do that. I mean, they did have potential to steal the show, but they didn't. Uh, the match was not for the belts, which makes sense, and the Usos won, of course, so we'll be seeing them fight again in the future, but it was just a waste of time, a waste of talent, and a waste of the belts. Uh, the Women's Money in the Bank match opened the show. As I told you, I want my baby Mella, Carmella's money to win. Uh, you don't think she would because she has won Money in the Bank and been champ in the past because of it. Uh, and they, but During the match, they said she had a knee injury, and they took her to the back. So I was hoping she'd come out at the end with the knee injury, you know what I mean, faking it, and then she would steal the win. Uh, last, my baby Mella came back out. Like I said, she attacked Mandy and went for the belt. Sonya Deville came out of nowhere to help her bestie Mandy Rose. She took out my baby Carmella, knocked off the ladder. She hurt her knee. She was pushed the ladder to the outside. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, excuse me. She hurt Carmella. And then out of nowhere, excuse me, I can't even talk today. Don't, don't mind me. It's been a long night. So Sonya Deville stopped Carmella from grabbing a belt. I mean, the money in the bank off the ladder. After that, she literally put Mandy Rose on her shoulders and started climbing the ladder. When Mandy was about to reach for the money in the bank briefcase, Bailey, out of nowhere, stormed up the other side of the ladder like a maniac, gave them the craziest look and pushed them all off. And in the end, Bailey won the money in the bank. It was a waste of time. I mean, that's a money in the bank. It used to be like king of the ring. It actually mattered. And they would give it to not newer talent, but talent who wasn't, you know what I mean, in the main event card and who's been working very hard. So, I mean, she's the last person who needed it. It makes no sense. Just like giving her and Sasha the women's tag team uh, titles at first. It's just stupid. But anyway, Bailey is your new money in the bank female holder. So we'll see when she'll be cashing that in to try taking the belts. Next up, we have Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joe for the U.S. Championship. It was a quick match, and it stunk. In the end, Rey won the U.S. title. I don't know what WWE is doing. Seriously, it's so dumb. Samoa Joe got busted up during the match pretty bad. His mouth was bloody. His nose was going to his eyes. It was crazy. Like I said, it was such a waste of time. And my daughter actually thinks it's a work. That, uh, what you call, because, I mean, at the end, Samoa Joe, when Ray pinned him, literally, his left shoulder was up the entire time for the three count. The ref couldn't see it, though, supposedly. My daughter thinks that it wasn't supposed to happen. I think it was. So we'll see what happens. But Ray's a new champ, and this kid came out to celebrate. Uh, what you call it, uh, and then uh, when they were going up the ramp, Ray and his son Dominic, Samoa came, Samoa Joe came, attacked Ray, beat him up, and Dominic just stood there and watched, which is crazy. Next, they had Miz and Shane O'Mac in the steel cage match. I love both Shane O'Mac and Miz. Uh, what you call it, they, it, was a, it was a real, real physical match. It was a pretty good match. The Miz, most of the time, kicked Shane O'Mac's butt. In the end, Shane was hanging off the uh, cage. Miz had him by his shirt. Shane slipped out of his, his jersey, a.k.a. shirt, hit the floor first, and he won the match. It's a bunch of crap. 
All right, then they had Tony Nese versus Tavari defending the 205 Live Cruiserweight title. I'm glad they didn't put them on a pre-show like they always do. Tony Nese and Tavari plus 205 Live are way better than a pre-show status. I always liked Tavari and Nice. Like I said, they're both awesome. Uh, Tavari was away for injuries for a couple months. Since he came back, he's been killing it. He came out in his dope brand new Mercedes pimping. I like his his uh, his excuse me his gimmick. Uh, it was a great match. It was very physical, back and forth. It back and forth, and in the end, of course, Tony Nese won. Uh, they teased that WWE Hall of Famer, ex-hardcore champion, ex-WWE champion, New York Times best-selling author, I believe twice, Mick Foley will appear on Raw tomorrow night, and he will be debuting a new belt. There's a new belt, and I'm saying what it is, what have you. Me having uh, Mick Foley be involved, though, and coming doing it, I'm thinking that maybe it's a hardcore title, some kind of something with hardcore, who knows. But I don't know. This could be great, man. This could be a setup for Nick Foley to be fighting at that uh, Super Show in two weeks. Because he said he would do it. He'd do a hell in a cell if the money was right. So who knows. But a new belt is debuting tomorrow. And hopefully they might kick off the Nick Foley storyline. We'll see. Uh, after that, we've seen somebody, everybody ran to the back. Sami Zayn literally was hanging upside down by his feet, tied upside down. It was crazy. I don't know what happened to him, but somebody beat him up, left him hanging there. Everybody thought it was Braun because he's mad because Zayn got his match for money in the bank. But I was thinking Bray Wyatt. But anyway, they said Sami Zayn went to the hospital, so who knows. Later on, Triple H confronted Braun in the back and, you know, pleaded to him. Just to straight up be a man, swear to me, you know, tell me if he did that to Sami Zayn. Ron denied it, you know what I mean, walked away. Like I said, I think it was Bray Wyatt, who knows. Uh, and we're, we've only been on for about six minutes now, but it's not a long show. It's just, uh, you know, the after show, the results, my thoughts, what have you. So we're going to take a break real quick to pay the bills. Remember, it's AEW Insider on Facebook, Twitter, what have you. And we'll be right back with the rest of the uh, excuse me, results for Money in the Bank. All right, peeps, we're back. It was 420 here. It's 420 everywhere I go, if you know what I mean. But anyway, it's medical, you know what I mean? Medical use only. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the AEW Insider. This is the wrap-up of the Money in the Bank Resolve show. Let's get right to it. Uh, Lacey Evans then came out to fight Becky the Man, a.k.a. Becky Two Belts. Lacey came out with a dope outfit. She ripped it off and was even more revealing under. That chick is straight smoking, man. Ex-Marine, tall, amazing looking. Uh, excuse me. Lacey Evans is amazing looking, and she can back it up. She kicks butt in the ring. Uh, she had two little fake guns and little holsters on the side. She took them out, and they spit dollar bills out for money in the bank, and it had her picture on them. She had a great entrance. We know usually people who have dope entrances wind up losing. Uh, like I said, I was saying the whole Lacey's hot thing, the ex-Marine. Uh, it was a very back-and-forth match, very physical. But in the end, uh, excuse me, Becky reversed the move that Lacey did and tapped Lacey out. She made her way up the ramp and didn't even have time to celebrate. And boom, Charlotte Flair's music hit. She had to defend her second belt right away. I hate how they kiss Flair's ass and keep giving her top billing pushes and let her do whatever she wants. Becky wasn't supposed to fight until later in the show, and she actually could have kept it that way. She could have walked to the back and came out when it was time to fight later on, but she didn't. She she got into the match. Uh, the match is very boring. It was back and forth. Uh, and towards the end, Lacey came out, and Becky was leaning on the ropes. The ref couldn't see her, and she gave Becky her finishing move, which is a, a woman's right, I think. She gave her a big, solid right hand right to the face. Charlotte, uh, excuse me, Charlotte went for the kill. 
Becky hit her with a small package. Flair kicked out. Flair hit her with a big boot, which didn't even hit her. Missed her by a mile. And Flair pinned her. One, two, three. She's a woman SmackDown champion, which is garbage. Uh, then Flair and Lacey beat the snot out of Becky. One belt now. <laughs> and Becky came, and then uh, Bailey came out to help. In the air, it was Flair laid out. And in the end, it was Flair laid out in the ring and Bailey waiting there. Everybody was hyped up. Bailey was deciding what to do. She cashed in her money in the bank. Bailey hit Charlotte with a huge elbow off the top rope and became the woman SmackDown champion. It's just garbage, man, honestly. Again, they keep giving these belts to people who do not need them. It's so stupid. There's so much young talent out there, or talent already has them, and they hand them to people who don't deserve them. Bailey doesn't deserve it, just like she didn't deserve the woman's title. She needs a new character. She's stale. I think they're doing that also to a FU to uh, excuse me, Sasha Banks, and she's trying to lead the WWE and one against the grind. They let her bestie and her best friend get the belt, saying, see, this could be you if you work with us. You know? All right, then Elias. They showed Roman Reigns walking backstage. Elias attacked him from behind with a guitar. It was awesome. Smashed it. Took him out. Elias made his way to the ring. Played, took out an electric guitar for once. I guess since he smashed his acoustic, he played some nasty riffs on the electric guitar and then insulted the people of the town, of course. He made his way up the ramp and Roman's music hit. Out of nowhere, Roman just hit him with a flying Superman punch. Beat him into the ring, uh, and then he, he hit him with one, two, three. It was it. It was over. He beat uh, Elias one, two, three, and I think it's bullcrap. Elias is a, built like a brick crap house. Elias is a hard worker. He's over with the fans. The dude is huge, and they keep chumping him. My boy Elias needs a proper run, and he needs that gold around his waist, WWE. Uh, then it was a WWE Championship up for grabs. It was a universal title up for grabs. I apologize. It was Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. Uh, this match could have went either way. I mean, this match could have been amazing like everybody wanted it to be. Or it could be one of those matches when it's supposed to be so great and it's just so lame, boring, and just played out. Well, this wasn't one of those. This is one of the best matches of the year, seriously. These two went all out. We all know that everybody, this should have been a SummerSlam match or a WrestleMania match. Even though they did it money in the bank, they didn't disappoint. The crowd went nuts and so did we. Crowd was saying this is awesome and all that. Back and forth, back and forth. I mean, it was just awesome. It's a barn burner, man. In the end, Seth retained this title. And uh, definitely, if you haven't seen it, definitely go watch this match ASAP. They then had WWE champion Kofi Kingston backstage with Xavier Woods. Kofi asked Xavier to stay in the back for the match so he could win it on his own. With Big E being injured, and uh, I think Woods has always been a breakout star in a new day, if you ask me, that it's only a matter of time before Woods trades on Kofi. It's going to happen. Uh, then the Lucha House Party came out of nowhere. I didn't even know they had a match. They were supposed to have a three-on-three match, but then it all made sense because Lard Sullivan's music hit. That big, tall, Ophi smelly, drooling racist came out and made and just destroyed him and made part proper work of him. I can't. I hate Lars Sullivan, racist oaf. Uh, after that, it was KO versus Kofi Kingston. Everybody knows KO's the man. He came out effing pumped. He was rearing a girl. I mean, he was so psyched he had me pumped just watching him. Uh, the match was was boring for me, as AF for me. Uh, Kofi led most of the match, beating KO up, which is very surprising. In the end, Kofi won. It was a lame 
rematch. Woods came out to celebrate, and we were just hoping for that heel turn, but he didn't do it. Uh, to wrap up the show was the men's money in a bank match. You know Braun was going to come out and interrupt and get revenge about Sami Zayn and against Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin because they helped Sami Zayn beat him last week and kicked him out of money in the bank. So we were just waiting for Braun to come in the whole match. Uh, the match was awesome. It had so many kick-ass spots in it. Everybody had their chance to sign. Uh, the crowd chanted, this is awesome again. The place was going nuts. In the end, Ali was climbing the ladder for the briefcase. Nobody was there. Out of nowhere, Brock Lesnar music hits. Holy boop! Now, Ali's face looked like he's seen a ghost. Brock ran to the ring. He knocked the ladder over. Ali hit the rope. He was taken out. Brock took his sweet time, all arrogant, all pumped, smiling like a treasure cat, set up the ladder, climbed up, and actually won money in a bank. He sat on, he straddled the ladder, sat on top, and was just telling everybody, too bad, I'm too bad, I'm back, and just laughing with his little, little chick with demon teeth. But, yeah, Brock Lesnar won money in the bank, man. I was prepping for this show real quick, and just on Facebook and on Twitter, people are pissed. Like, WWE just turned their knife in their own back. WWE just killed themselves. They're saying nobody wants to see Brock champion again or him fight for the belt, and everybody wants to go to AEW now. So WWE might be shooting themselves in the foot. I personally love Brock. I think he's awesome. I love that it happened, but I don't want to see him be champion again. He's never there. It's garbage. Uh, all right, man. It was a pretty, pretty good show, though. It was one of the better pay-per-views that I've seen in a long time. So good stuff, WWE. I got work tomorrow, so don't mind the show. Don't mind that it's rushed, the mistakes, what have you. I'm tired as a mofo. Uh, anyway, definitely check out AEW Insider on Facebook. We have groups, the AEW Insider. Definitely join it. Uh, we also have the WFW Fan Group. Check out my boy Two Tooth and his crew on Jabber Jabber Wrestling Universe. They've got podcasts and they got videos on YouTube. They're also on Twitter. Like I said, definitely like, subscribe, share, what have you. Follow us on Twitter, AEW Insider, on Facebook, AEW Insider, and on YouTube. Uh, my name's Lee Benz. I'll definitely get all the news this week and be back next week to deliver it to you. Uh, thanks for sticking by. Like I said, you won't let me down. I won't let you down. All right, peace. We'll see you this week. Later this week. Peace.